Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. Today, I have a real treat in store for you, and we have session five with Jess. So these are live sessions. This is you getting a sneaky peek, like listening in to the private nutrition sessions and consultations I have with clients. This is session five with Jess, and this week we are talking about how to reduce inflammation, how to support her thyroid, what her CGM, her continuous blood glucose monitor results may mean, how we can support her digestion, and how we can get her some more quick wins. She's also sharing some of the progress that she's seen in her own hormones and other good stuff. So this is a really juicy one, and I know you guys are loving this kind of whole series. Jess is also my sister, so we also just have a bit of a Uh, a laugh as we go along as well. But I really want to share this with you again to demystify this holistic approach to really show you and display, I suppose, the value of what I do or what other nutritionists and nutritional therapists do because it's it can I get that this whole process can feel a bit foreign. So I want to show you how quickly you can see results, why the support in that direction makes a big difference. And this is like a little bit of a snippet. Also, you're going to learn some great, actionable, practical things that you can take away about supporting your thyroid, supporting digestion, insulin management. Like I share constant with Jess, I give her action points and you can totally steal those. So that's why I want to share these on here. Otherwise, I hope you are doing well as you are listening to this. We are in August of 2022. I mean... Come on, how did how did that happen? How did that happen? I just, I keep on looking at my twins, so you didn't know, I feel like I talk about this all the time. I had twin girls in February of 2021. And so now they're like 18 months old. They're like starting to talk and like shout and snatch from each other and scream and, you know, run around like, oh, I have three kids under three. So it's just like lots of screaming. They literally have screaming competitions in the morning. Like it's not, not because they're sad, just because they find it fun. One starts screaming, then the other one tries to scream louder, then the other one tries to scream louder, and then there's three of them. And then (laughs) I have to do a lot of work to support my nervous system. That's all I'm going to say. There's a lot of adaptogens that go on. There's a lot of herbs. There's some CBD oil. There's a lot of things to support my poor nervous system through this stage of life, which at half six, I have three people screaming in my face. Not even, yes, they often scream in my face of sadness, but then also even when they're happy, it's screaming as well, which is a sensorily, sense, sense, my, anyway, sensorily sensitive person. That's a lot, you know, just putting it out there. So, Anyway, I hope you are doing well as of recording this. I will have completed a couple of my summer retreats, which feel really fun. I don't know if there will be space left. There might be one space left as of recording this, but all summer retreats need to be completed by August. So I imagine they might have been all booked by now, but that's really fun. But you, if you want to work with me in the latter half of the year, if you are suddenly like, Kezia, I had all these intentions and goals and desires and dreams of working on my health in 2022 and now it's more than halfway through the year and we're slowly heading into autumn and you actually feel zero better. Chances are it's because you need the right strategy and you need support. So you can book your clarity call with me. I offer two free calls every single week where we can really kind of get to the bottom, figure out what some of your root causes are, and also talk a little bit about potentially working together so that you can have all the information and all your questions answered before you decide. I do have spaces for my one-to-one clients as we head into the latter half of the year, but sometimes those spaces do fill up. They did at the start of the year, and at this time of year, I often get, um, I kind of take a bit of a break, kind of slow down a little bit over summer as I know a lot of people do. And so I imagine it'll get fully booked again and booked out soon. I am also working on some other exciting things behind the scenes, which I'm hoping to launch in the next couple of months. I know that's really vague, but I'm quite excited about it. Um, and it's really going to help 
you and be really, really fun. So that's exciting. And yeah, just I have I the last couple of months at probably March time, I started getting someone to support me and work with me as a virtual assistant here in the company. And so I've just been like getting things, getting them set up in systems and all of that sort of stuff. But now they're kind of working the ground running a little bit more and they're, they're amazing and it's helping me so much. So I'm getting a bit more headspace. And so there's a lot of exciting things and some tweaks, some big projects that are coming just to really expand the help and support and influence and impact that I have here. Because the reason I do this is obviously it's, you know, it's my job and it contributes to our family and pays bills and mortgages and those kind of things, which is just part of life as, you know, you have jobs that do the same. But the real, the real motivation, to be honest, is actually at the impact is when clients give me feedback and they're just like, oh my goodness, Kezia, so much has changed. My energy is better. This is better. This is better. It's when I chat to people and they suddenly, you know, their periods go from being 12 days long to being five days long and they're no longer needing to take medications and time off work. When I talk to people about how much more confident they're feeling because their skin has improved or even more recently a client who's really struggling with low energy and um, and her cognitive functions are just not like, you're just so tired. She just couldn't really focus to just feeling like her brain has switched on again and she is like on fire in terms of her family life and her future and all of these kind of things and her relationships, just seeing that impact. And I know that the world will be a better place if you are healthier and feel better in the fullest and most holistic sense of that. I really think I my history of employment was always with um, charities and vulnerable people in the community and homeless people and um, substance abuse users um, uh, differently abled people, um, people with mental health issues, always working around support and care for that. And I know actually that the healthier that we are, the better impact we can have on everyone around us. And I saw that so much working in that people just, people who were supporting and helping in charity and will often just get burnt out and sick. And then that we can't impact or change or support anything. Like I see it with my health all the time that, I'm so grateful that I did a lot of work in my health in my 20s because it really impacts how I am able to parent now. If I had the same pain levels, the same discomfort, the same stress, the same anxiety, if I'd brought that into parenting, it would be a really different experience for me and really, it would be harder. And I already find it hard. So anyway, that is a total sidetrack, but I would love to work with you. So do book in your clarity call. It's keziehall.com forward slash book. Otherwise, I don't think there's any other life. Oh, th- that's not true. After, just a drum roll, please. After maybe three years, I am going abroad soon. I'm so excited. As a family, we are heading off for our first family holiday to Madeira. I'm very aware that in the next couple of weeks, I don't know, something could happen. A meteor might strike. So I'm holding it lightly, but so far it's booked and it looks like it's going to happen. And we get on a plane and I'm going somewhere hot, guys. I'm going somewhere hot. I'm so excited to go somewhere consistently sunny and hot. Don't know if I've mentioned that. (laughs) Anyway, so that is my life update. I'm busy trying to find summer clothes on eBay for the kids and stuff for me and all that sort of fun stuff. So I'm excited. It's going to be fun. I might even record a couple of podcasts from Madeira, from the sunny Portugal island someone the reason we're going there is very very random it's totally I I don't know anyone who's been there I just read someone someone described it as the European Hawaii and I have been to Hawaii and it was awesome but it's very far away whereas this is like a four-hour plane so I was like sign me up a European Hawaii I'm there I sound like I should be on the tourist board for Madeira I've not been there yet so I'll tell you if it's good (laughs) anyway total (laughs) sidetrack I'm in the my ovulation phase of my period Um, and my cycle. So I'm very chatty around that time. So I'll just, I'll just sign off now. Okay. Did you hear that I'm doing a fun new thing? This is going to be something that's going to help take stuff off your to-do list. You are going to feel so much clearer, less overwhelmed, really focused, feel really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's going to be something that's going to make your life easier and it's going to be free and I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast 
does all those things as well. But, you know, I'm ramping it up. I'm making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free clarity calls. These are free 20, 25 minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health. And there's twofold purpose for these. What we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening. And you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next steps for you? These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be? And how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because, you know, a lot of what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that or it might not be but you will be clear on what are the next steps I know so much of the time people are googling they're reading they're getting contradictory advice and in the end they're not making any progress still feeling stuck so I want to give you this for free help give you give you the gift of clarity cheesy as it sounds so if you want one of these free calls I'm making space in my calendar for two each week so it'll just roll on and when each week's full up they'll be booked up and they'll be done on zoom and you can book in at kezia hall k-e-z-i-a-h-a-l-l.com forward slash book so that's keziahall.com forward slash book book in your free clarity call you can also find the link in the show notes on instagram i would love to chat with you these are really fun they're going to be really informative but also chilled zero pressure Um, Yes, we'll talk about working with me if I think, honestly, that's going to be a good fit. And if you want to, but these are not like, I don't know, high pressure calls. They're meant to be fun. They're meant to be helpful. And I would love, love, love for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease. That's that's really what we want, right? So book your call, keziahall.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. You can just go to keziahall.com as well and you'll see at the top, book a clarity call. You can book in there. I would love to chat with you. I really, really would. So pause this right now. Pause, go book in, come back. Okay, I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode. This is session five with Jess and these sessions are live coaching nutrition sessions where we are diving deep in some of the big problems that have come up with Jess. And so just as a reminder, she has had hypothyroidism and anemia for a very long time. But the reason we started working together is her periods just went really awful, painful, heavy, all over the shop. She found that she'd gained weight and wasn't really sure why her body fat percentage had gone up. And also her energy energy levels had tanked. She is also my sister. And so um, this, is, this is a good laugh. These, these sessions always are. And I can see that they're popular because we have good bants, as you'd say, in Scotland. Um, so today we're already talking about her uh, continuous, blood, uh, continuous blood glucose monitor results, which are really interesting and totally not what I expected, but still really useful data. And we're also diving into thyroid and why that might be impacting her body fat percentage and also her energy and all of that sort of stuff. So the sound quality, because this is recorded on Zoom, obviously isn't as good as it normally is, which I always mean to say for these sessions, but I think I always forget. So, but I think even with the poor sound quality, these are really helpful. And I can even see on the downloads that these are really popular with you. So she is making progress. She shares with you here. We've still got some work to do. So let's dive in and see how she is getting on. Hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. Welcome back to another Good Goddess show. Um, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, oh. welcome, listeners. How are you? I hope I, you're fine. Yeah, hope I, you're sitting comfortably. We're now going to talk a lot about blood and poo. Enjoy. Yeah, I mean, actually, yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. So in this session between, so for all of you good um, listeners, I've done a bit of an intro. So last time, a bit of an update with Jess, we... 
you would just put your continuous blood glucose monitor in and we talked a little bit about supporting your nervous system and a couple of quick wins in terms of hormones and using a herb specifically to help with your progesterone and bring a bit more balance there because Jess's main goals, correct me if I'm wrong, Jess, are around your energy and at the start, your hormones, although those have been improved. And then I suppose not primary, but secondary is like body composition. Is that fair? Fair and accurate. Um, so today we're going to check in with CGM and what we have learned from that, which is cool and geeky and fun. And then we're also going to look and talk a little bit about um, essentially a bit of problem solving still, which will become evident and also some um, about thyroid um, and those kind of things. So how did you find wearing the continuous blood glucose monitor, Jess? You know what? It was fine. Um, uh yeah it was a lot I thought it was gonna be quite scary to put in and it wasn't at all yeah <laughs> I, I know tell you. I was basically a big recap from last time I was a big big baby about it but it was actually no, everybody is. nothing everybody is who nothing I think yeah um got on with it fine I took it off a couple of days earlier I think I took it off on day 10 and that was just mainly due to the fact that I was in the bath and I'm one of these people who's skin's a bit sensitive and it doesn't like certain kinds of plasters and I think after 10 days of wearing it it just started to get a bit itchy and it was just the adhesive so I was like do you know what we've got 10 days of readings now I'm not going to push it I'm just going to take it out and so that's what I did um but yeah fine actually and it was actually got boring I was expecting more intriguing and interesting yes no that that, that is very boring yours your reading was really boring actually and I had wine I did it. I was a good girl. I did a good job, right? I had smoothies. I ate eggs. I also had wine. I had chocolate. Some Toblerone. I, I had some Toblerone. Toblerone's my favorite of the moment. I had uh, ice cream with my daughter after school. Nice, but nice. I think mine was an ice lolly because obviously I don't go on with the cream element of ice cream. Yes, just um, iced. But, you know, basically iced sugar. Uh, and it was all boring. I was wanting more alarms and funny but boring just a pretty much straight line yeah which is good really no no drama that, here <laughs> no that is really good I was actually surprised based on um I've this is a relatively new technology available in the UK that's obviously primarily designed for people with diabetes um so I've not I've probably only run these with maybe like five clients so far um anyway so uh, on often it's like it's like a flipping roller coaster at Alton Towers you know it's like whoa yeah. crash blah, 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 all of those kind of things so um whereas yours was there's like a couple of like you did because basically dear listeners when we're talking about insulin the reason we're talking about this is because insulin affects your mood it affects your energy it affects your sleep and circadian rhythm it also has a direct impact on your testosterone production and estrogen production so if you are struggling with crazy hormones whether it's menopause perimenopause cycling heaviness no periods whatever issue you're struggling with if you have a female hormone profile dealing with your insulin is like the first thing you want to like box you want to check essentially because it just has we don't think about it that way but it has a re, a direct impact on the actual production of your sex hormones and whenever we're looking at hormonal imbalance you always want to address production but you also want to address elimination so there's two things that you want to look at if you want to know more about that then definitely sign up and watch my summer workshop which was all about hormone balancing so I went into that in more depth um, but in, that's why, because Jess isn't pre-diabetic and it was never like, oh, maybe you are. You obviously mm-hmm. were not. That's yeah. fine. Although if you do suspect you might have pre-diabetes, then wearing a CGM, also a great idea. Mm-hmm. If it's in your family and you're wanting to check in, because uh, your insulin management also is one of uh, a piece from a preventative healthcare perspective. If you want to prevent or do all that you can, because obviously we can't control everything, but if you want to do all that you can to prevent Alzheimer's, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and some cancers, check in with your insulin. So preventative wise, it's like thebomb.com. Yeah, and I would totally recommend it. It wasn't a problem. They're waterproof now. It doesn't really get in the way. My kids are a bit, what's that? And I just said, 
it's just checking in my blood and making sure everything's okay and blood sugar's okay and I showed them the graph and then they were bored yeah that was the end of it um but yeah totally recommend I'm actually saying I'm going to recommend it I'm actually going to get my husband to do one because he has a family history of diabetes that kicks in share it with me and Kez would find that very exciting I mean it always feels slightly intrusive because what it does if you give permission as the wearer I can have an app where I see in real time every time you check in like I get to just share the sensor data with you and so if the person gives consent to that it does feel a little bit like spying off someone but I kept on checking with you being like good job Jess so generally speaking there's a couple of things there was when it comes to insulin you're looking for you don't want a roller coaster you want kind of steady eddy obviously things are going to go up and down but you want like just slight variations rather than crash bit like spike drop and you did have a couple of spikes and drops but those were Mm -hmm. things like what I saw one was when you just had like a gluten-free pizza which makes sense yeah. probably just lots of carbs with not very many protein. yeah I think snacks, there wasn't even cheese on it because it's also no yeah because it was like vegan one so it's just carbohydrate and vegetables yeah so that makes sense um and then I think and also I think my biggest spikes was like a banana on an empty stomach before a run mm-hmm. and also pizza and I think yeah. that was I think that was it in terms of massive, massive spikes, more than, and I was shocked that pizza was more than like when I've had straight chocolate. Yeah. Don't know whether it's just because my body's more used to it or what, but. No, well, I will come on to that because I wonder if you might have some, what's it called? Gluten, cross gluten sensitivity, something. Anyway. Because um, it was quite significant that they yeah. those, the pizza spike was significant. Yeah, and a banana <laughs> but that was it. Your body didn't like that. I don't even think. I don't. Did I? Do I see your ice cream one? I don't even massively. That was a Friday, I think. Oh yeah, you had fish and chips, gin and chocolate. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Good that, Friday, guys. <laughs> generally, Jess, your blood sugar is better than mine. When we when I've done this, that makes you feel it's, better. Yes, yeah, you don't know me and Jess. Is, I win. Well, I win. <laughs> Some element of competition, but it is, it is better. Um, mine, mine is, has, when I last, I need to do it again, but was, there was more drops actually rather than spikes, um, which is just really interesting. So overall, when it comes to it, I think, but essentially what we know is, you know, a couple of the things that don't work for you, if that makes sense, which are not probably surprises, apart from maybe a banana before a run, because that would but for you, but you did have apple, I think, some days and you didn't get that blood sugar spike. Yeah. So it might just be you don't do that well with bananas, if that makes sense. No, and I also wondered, I better. also wondered, I do like banana peanut butter on it. So I was wondering if if I in a bind for a pre-run snack, if I yeah. did that. Or yeah. I have also just a handful of cashews where it's just as well, to be honest. Yes, no, it so does. I've Often, just sort of switched. It is that um, for, for you and for anyone listening, actually a really simple way of balancing your blood sugar is just not having like naked carbs is sometimes a nice way of thinking about it. It's like you always want them to be dressed or always thinking about carbs with protein or carbs with fat. So a banana is mainly carbs. So, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you may want to match it with some peanut butter or some nuts, or you want to put it in a milkshake with some goat's milk or cow's milk if you tolerate that because then you'd have a bit of protein in there or you would want to have like some blueberries with nuts or raisins with walnuts or um or or like a bread with uh, toast with almond butter on it's porridge with protein powder in you know it's that kind of pairing um can really help from an insulin perspective yeah because it definitely had bananas again for example for me Mm-hmm. in a smoothie with like seeds and nuts and other things and though it was you you know it didn't have such an impact so it, it does make a difference yeah so overall actually I think you're there's because I wondered just based from like a body fat perspective and you mentioning that that had shifted and didn't mm. make sense which we talked about a little bit last time which I yeah, think well, it was one of the alarms for starting to talk to you in the first place because we yeah. were both a bit like this is not making sense anymore yeah. like it doesn't so the CGM was really about gathering data around that and the good thing is is that so the first thing I want to do around when people 
have gained more body fat and they're like, uh, I don't know why, this is weird, type five. It's not because like, yeah, I've gained more body fat and actually it's just because I have, you know, their diet has totally shifted and they know they're eating more processed foods, for example, than they know that works for them. So you want to check on your insulin in case, so I wondered with you if there was any insulin resistance. So this is when your cells just kind of get sluggish with dealing with the glucose that comes into your system and that whole system can get a bit wonky and one of insulin's job is to store fat. But the good thing for you is it doesn't, I don't think, it doesn't look like there's any insulin resistance going on. I think your insulin balance is looking pretty good. I'm uh, pleasantly surprised with yeah. how I'd sum up. I was, I, you know, because I know I have wine and I know I have chocolate and it's definitely paired back to what it used to be, but it still happens. No. You know, it is, you know, still have an ice cream with my daughter every now and then. And it, it was good to know that actually, that's okay like you know not for yeah. every day but when it happens yeah. my body copes with it so no that was good to I, know. I think and that so what that basically does is kind of sort of you basically want to keep on going with what you're doing if that makes sense mm-hmm. but when it comes to body fat that insulin resistance isn't probably one of the root causes which i tried to say right. for probably more than like 70 percent of people i work with it is really mm. if that is a question so that is really useful but then that then makes us look at okay well then what is driving behind that and so the next obvious thing you want to look at as you are somebody with hypothyroid hypothyroidism and then yeah. when we last tested when we did our own private tested we also checked your antibodies which hadn't been tested before and your antibody your thyroid peroxidase antibodies or tpo antibodies were well above reference range um, we then are like, okay, great. Next kind of thing to look at, or maybe not even gather more data on, but we want to support is looking at your thyroid because your thyroid really rules your metabolism. So then, which is why often with hypothyroidism, one of the symptoms, and this doesn't happen for everybody, but one of the can be weight gain for people. So that's what I want to dive into a little bit now, if that makes sense. But let's do a little bit of a review with last time we talked a bit it was mainly doing your cgm so we kind of talked about that and then how you gotten on with um angus castus which was a herb i recommended to help with be a bit more of a quick quick ish win with your Uh, well it i'm a big fan of agnes uh castus i always forget what she's called called. agnes Agnes. (laughs) No, you have to have an accent with it. Hello, Agnes. Agnes. So just serendipity Agnes arrived, Agnes Cassis arrived through the post pretty much on the last or pretty much the last day of my last period, which means I took her for a full cycle and I've, um, which, and it has made a difference, made a big difference, I think. So I had my last period last week and it was, a, you know, within seven days, five days, six days, followed a sort of a pattern that I've come to recognise wasn't particularly dramatic and then was over and done with. And also sort of mood wise, often I'm left feeling really, really washed out. Yeah. Um, and I always thought, oh, that's just because I'm quite heavy flow on one of the days. But that sort of washed out oh, wasn't as much. And I was also slightly less grumpy, I think. I mean, you should probably ask my husband. But I think I was less grumpy. Yeah. Did you feel like you because you mentioned before, sometimes your period is like a, oh, is it starting? Is it starting? Oh, like you almost get like tiny, yeah. tiny flow. And then it's like. Pfft. Yeah, it still had, but only two days. Oh, okay, nice. So I had two days of what of that, yeah, and then I got to business. Yeah, because then before <laughs> that was sometimes like more like four days. Oh, it was sometimes it's like a week and a half to two weeks, dear listener, and you'll all sympathise. Yes, I will take your sympathy. Yes, for me, it was sad. <laughs> Everyone out there is like, ah, oh, like, yes. No, a two-week period is not desirable. <laughs> not fun. So, um. Two days that so it meant that actually yeah five days because then I was on for four and then it was done so very nice yes please cash back okay we'll keep and on I've got a, yeah I've got a month I've got a month left of war Agnes and then uh, we can see how we 
get in yeah. on the next I'm actually looking forward to my next period to see what that's like Woo. yeah well I would say you probably want to be on it for at least three months I would imagine maybe longer six so Angus castus also known as Vitex also known as chaste berry is a really well-researched herb that mainly supports progesterone so um we haven't ran any hormone tests with Jess yet, but based on her symptoms, I could gather enough of a picture to be like, I'm pretty sure you're low in progesterone. Um, and also actually having the Angus castus was us running a bit of an experiment in itself because it's relatively low. It's har- um, It's not harmful, if that makes sense, to take. So it's not like you no know, foul or fit, whatever that phrase is to take yeah. it. But if it was going to help, it would help, if that makes sense. If it wasn't going to help, it wasn't going to do any harm. And then we would just know, and we'd probably know immediately with taking it, if it's going to be within a, a cycle, if, if it's going to be supportive. So that's really useful information because um, it's not, it supports progesterone production, but it isn't progesterone. It's not just like, you shouldn't really bosh around with just synthetic hormone application <laughs> in general. This actually is a herb that just really well researched that supports the brain. Cause really, if your hormones are off, the, if we're thinking about production in the, your ovaries, for example, the only reason the ovaries make anything is because the brain tells it to. So really, when you're looking at supporting your hormones, you've really got to work back. Bah, 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 bah. Really at the back of it is your control center, which is your brain. That's what gets the party started. So which is also why last time we talked about supporting your nervous system so that your hypothalamus mm. is getting more data inputs. That is, oh, OK, we're OK. Everything's fine. Because again, a lot of stuff actually starts with this signaling, especially when it comes to hormones. And so Angus Castus actually, the research shows it helps the brain to go to stimulate to your ovaries and a tiny bit your adrenals to make more progesterone. So um, that is all good with that. So yeah, keep on taking that same as you have been. Um, I would do it. So you've done one cycle. I'd keep on going for three months. I reckon you might want it for a bit longer. Um, but it's not usually something you need to be on like forever and ever. It's more mm. can be used as a bit of a boost. Well, I can order another bottle and then that would be another three months on top of what I've done. Yeah. So that would be about right. Yeah, I think that would be useful. Okay, so let's talk about your thyroid and actually a couple of your other blood test results. Because I realize we haven't probably gone through some of those here or it's been a while anyway, um, yeah. the ones that we've done privately, also just your GP one. So yeah. my thyroid, my poor thyroid, my poor, poor overworked poor thyroid. Um, and your iron. And so yeah, we want to look at a couple, couple of things that are happening. So I, just to check, you take, um, you take iron every day, don't you? I haven't been recently, but yes, usually I do. Um, I was going to say because basically because I ran out of the stuff I buy and we didn't have the budget for me to rebuy it as well buying some of some of the other stuff so I was like I'm feeling okay we'll give it a rest yeah but not we'll taking buy some, um, liver <laughs> yeah I was like I'll just eat, eat lots of spinach <laughs> Well, to be fair for you because your anemia is so long-standing like since you're a teenager and you do eat meat so I actually think it's not about your iron because we probably have a similar iron intake I imagine Mm -hmm. in terms of the food that we eat but I've never been anemic so I wonder if um might be worth actually seeing if the doctor would test you for pernicious anemia also because your b12 is really low that's just a thought that's come to my mind. I need um, to write that word down for me to remember it. It's unlikely, and they might not do it because you're not like a classic. Oh, yes. Uh, well, it's the other reason I didn't repurchase iron because I was like, actually, I would quite like to get it tested because my last time they tested my iron was back in the winter and it, it was all quote unquote. No, no, normal. your ferritin was 11, back uh, the one I've got here, and it should be between 15 and 20. Your serotonin. Yeah. Last so, but this time yeah. I'd like to go, and because I'm also not getting on with the prescribed, I've not got on yeah. with it for a while, but no. it might be a nice conversation start with the doctor to be like, actually, I can't take that anymore. I've been on it for years. No, <laughs> I've not been. I've, so, they prescribe you a certain kind of iron, ferrous sulfate, 
which I have taken, particularly when budget was tight, but it's just it doesn't get on with me anymore. I can't take it anymore. No, it doesn't generally, people generally don't feel great. Yeah, it just makes me a bit cross that I've been diagnosed with anemic since I was about 16. I'm yeah. now 38 and nobody's bothered to ask maybe for why. Yes, I mean, it I makes feel me like a little that. bit cross. An understandable thing to be a bit cross at. <laughs> a bit cross, I personally think. But hey ho, that's the system of which we are a part of. So, um, yeah. And it's a good question why. And a lot of it actually, without going into it too deeply, can be to do with um, your actual, because you, your intake of iron. So you, you are eating iron. So if you're a vegan, hmm. it might just be like, you need to eat some iron or supplement with it or whatever, but you do intake it. So really it's about digestion and absorption. And that can sometimes, also because we know there's already autoimmune activity going on, there could be other autoimmune activity, which is what pernicious anemia would be, or just poor or sluggish digestion. So I think a couple of things that could be helpful with that potentially are just doing some things to support your actual chemical digestion. Um, so do chat to your doctor, maybe get iron retested. Also, we talked a little bit before the call about vitamin D. And I know that they kept, your doctor's maybe a bit resistant, so you might not be able to, but even just saying, you know, this does make a lot of sense with my thyroid issue to check in with vitamin D because it does play a role in that. Um, and uh, that would be useful to do. Um, but the other thing is to work on really supporting the chemical aspect of digestion. So there's a couple of options. One uh, is um, like the free things that you can do are adding, having a little bit of raw apple cider vinegar before your meals like a little bit in some water, not like a massive glass and like dilute it, but like almost like a shot of that in some um, water can be really helpful if you have some of that in the house. Um, or I know a lot of shops sell it and that's quite cheap. And also just making sure you don't drink lots of water with a meal. So if you're gonna, if you're thirsty, have a big drink before your meal, potentially while you're making it or whatever, and then not like glugging water while you are eating because your chem you dilute the chemicals then so they're mm -hmm. less potent and you can slightly change the ph and ideally in order to really support iron absorption and b12 absorption because you're also too low in b12 and again you eat foods rich in b12 which are red meats meat those kind of things so again you, mm -hmm. your intake of b12 is good but your levels are low um and so then we want to support that chemical aspect of the absorption so those are some like free things but really effective to do um and then you could also it might be worth experimenting with a digestive enzyme but if budget is an issue i'd probably say that's maybe not the there's other there would be something else to prioritize which we could talk about in a minute um okay. so i think supporting that aspect of digestion would be really really helpful um right. and i also wonder if you, because your B12 is low and your folate is within range, but it's also on the lower side, if just two things, there might be, you might have a similar genetic predisposition like me, which is, I have one SNP of MTHFR mutation. And I think you probably might have the same, um, which just means with B12 and folate, we are just very sluggish with those, is it? one way of saying it and it affects our detox pathways so we don't know that listeners this is my guessing based on she's my sister and i've tested it for me so, so i don't know a good 50 percent chance she'll, she'll be the yeah, same at least yeah, at least so there we go um so that There's could be some benefits so that's one aspect who's obsessed with you poo <laughs> i know so. and just general <laughs> health stuff and because your folate is on the lower side mm -hmm. i think probably actually maybe needing to do some diet like um obviously you need like budget and things might play a role in this but even if i think probably more so than a hormone test for you would probably be a gut test actually because okay. I, I think there might be some stuff because again, if we go back to the hormones and we think about it's about production, mm -hmm. but also about elimination. How do we balance our hormones by eliminating them at the times where we don't need them? Because we don't have consistent levels of any hormone in a female cycle. 
And how do we do that is essentially we poop them out. And what happens before the poop is that gut system. And even having slightly lowered folate, you generally absorb folate through, that often is a, can sometimes mean that, because again, you get folate from green vegetables. So again, you do eat green vegetables. So again, do. Like you do eat all of these nutrients, but they're not in your system. So then mm-hmm. that makes me think there's a digestion and absorption issue. Yeah, I have quite a lot of green leafy vegetables, to be fair. Yeah, you do. I'm the same. So every time I test my folate, it's always like pretty crappy. I'm like, how is this possible? I literally <laughs> put handfuls of homegrown chard in my gross smoothie. And again, some of that's that genetic predisposition. So that's yeah. a good Achilles heel that I know I have, well, slash you probably have. But also as my gut health has improved, folate, because I absorb it better. So those digestive things, not having lots of water with meals and having a little bit of raw apple cider vinegar just to support the acidity. And you could also add in a digestive enzyme um, there. But the next thing we want to look at is in terms of your thyroid. So the last thing we'll look at before you go is looking at thyroid and um Oh, also B12 as a, again, this would be a bit more of a quick fix, but you could also get some like B12 spray or, um, drops just from okay. a perspective and try that. They're not too expensive. I can send you some, um, and, uh, sublingual B12 is often better absorbed as in, in the mouth. Um, okay. and I wonder if you took that for like a month, I reckon just as a, like a quick energy win, obviously we need to look at why, why aren't you get like, why is it low? Like yeah. just for like your energy levels and brain and cognitive on itness. Um, it could be really, it'd be a good experiment again to maybe take it for a month and just see, okay, do I feel a bit brighter and my brain a bit more on, on it? Yes. Cause your levels are quite can been consistently low so i'll send you that um and i would prioritize that probably over digestive enzyme from a budget perspective right yeah just from like an energy because if you've got raw apple cider vinegar and you shift you're aware of that water and even if you're like mm. chewing food as well something i didn't mention is a, a big one that i know as a family we all are very fast ferocious eaters so i am actually pretty crappy <laughs> I'm really aware of it with my kids. So like one of my like mum phrases to my kids is you don't have teeth in your tummy because it's like you only have teeth in your mouth. You need to make sure you're using them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which I'm aware of. I'm a hypocrite with this. I say this to clients all the time and I'm constantly like, because you just literally wolfed that down. That is I have great have you ever tried to count you know you get recommended you're supposed yes. to it 20 yeah, times. yeah like count to 20 or something oh my gosh i've tried that before it's like death i don't yeah I no i get to it. About, i mean I, it's like, what i normally say to to clients is just find your baseline do you do like one two three swallow so figure that out yeah. and then aim to like double that so if you do one two three swallow aim for like to six you know like aim yeah, to just I could do that as opposed think, to like I think I was know, kind of like 20 at one point I have yeah. to chew this 20 times I'm like oh my life <laughs> no don't do that it's just, it's just, you just gotta go go with where you're at so I'm definitely uh, more of a one two three go girl that's definitely yeah <laughs> so I think those could be helpful and then in terms of so if we're thinking about um let's just use body composition and body fat as a, as a, the avenue for talking about this. So we know that your insulin management is doing okay, which is great. Woohoo! So then it's like, okay, well, why is your body storing more fat than necessary? So then the next thing it makes me look at is your thyroid and your metabolism and also your levels of inflammation. So the next thing we want to do, and again, all of these things are working towards inflammation, but is maybe look at, okay, how can we really support your thyroid and those antibody levels to reduce the overall inflammation? Um, because a lot of the time when it comes to body fat, especially in women can sometimes just be because um, it's like, ah, like inflammation to the brain is like, ah, and you still have like childbearing age. So your body just goes, uh, stop some fat. I don't know. I don't know. I'll just keep, I don't know. I'll I think it works. 
Yeah, it's like, what if in doubt, store some fat? And some people's bodies are the opposite. Some people's bodies are like, ah, I'm just going to lose all the fat, depending, I think, on how, where their body is inclined to go in terms of their thyroid. Mm. I actually, from my own thyroid, I can potentially be more inclined to hyperthyroid, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Checking with mine, I can be not, I've never, I've not been diagnosed with that, but my TSH levels is more on that end, like Mm. 0.9, 0.6, 0.5, even once, you know, whereas yours is more of the like the other side of things. So I think potentially the body fat is maybe to do with that inflammatory response to that autoimmunity and also that like sluggish metabolism that yeah. if your thyroid is feeling is struggling and sluggish then like your body's going to be a bit like uh, i can't be bothered to burn fat so there's a couple of things we want to look at you obviously take thyroxin every day which is great to help with that so that really helps with your t4 um that's like supplemental t4 which is a hormone the thyroid makes But the thyroid's next job is to then convert T4 into T3. And it's T3 that goes out and does all the stuff. That's like the hormone that goes out and does all the work, goes to the cells, and is the most active, useful, you could say, um, form. And so what I see a lot with clients is they are taking thyroxine, they have a decent dose, but they still have like lots of thyroid symptoms or can't lose weight. And it's actually probably because their conversion they have okay T4 levels and they have okay TSH levels because of this supplementation or this medication, which is great, but they convert poorly to T3. And that's the thing that gets, that's the useful thing. Um, yeah. So what we want to do is look at, okay, what are all the key nutrients involved in that conversion or what gets in the way of that conversion? And so that's things like stress and infection. Fluoride actually is with, um, it might be really. With- yeah, fluoride used to be used as a medication for people with hyperthyroidism because it reduced, because it lowered people's thyroid function who had Graves' disease. So thyroid fluoride used to be a medication and before they realized carbenzamol, which is, or however it gets pronounced, gets used now. But it did used to get used fluoride. So we don't actually have fluoridated water, I don't think, where we live specifically in Scotland. But for those of you listening, you might live somewhere where you do. And just even fluoride in toothpaste, especially if you've got thyroid issues. Um, and again, I'm not a dentist, but if we're just talking about thyroid, does not help if your thyroid is already struggling. Um, so I would... Well, maybe- I've got a good track record of nice, sturdy teeth, to be honest. Yeah. I do not have a single filling that wasn't self-inflicted. That means I fell on my face once and those teeth had to get filled. Yeah. But I'm not cavity prone. So that is something I can do with fat. With a large amount of confidence, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just that's an easy way to reduce to help that. And another thing that research shown can be really helpful is adding. So nutrients that are essential for that um, conversion specifically are selenium and zinc. And research um, is quite good on selenium in terms of reducing antibodies levels with the thyroid as well, because it reduces that inflammation. So. I think maybe adding in um, some selenium would be really, really helpful. And again, we can always talk off air in terms of like just figuring out, because I think Angus Castus is definitely a good one to add in. And if you can budget wise, I think some B12 and selenium. And again, these aren't necessarily things you'd take for like the rest of your life. Yeah. It could really, because if we're now we're looking, okay, how can we really boost your conversion because potentially you could increase your thyroxine dose, but that doesn't mean you're going to get more T4 and your T4 to T3 ratio or conversion, if that makes sense in your blood work, is not great. It's not terrible. Yeah. You're at like a four to two ratio when you should be at like a three to one. Okay. Roughly, which I don't really understand how the maths of that works because it's my spreadsheet that does that for me. But that's, we want to change that. Essentially. Or another way of saying it is, the reference range for T3, free T3, is between four and eight, and you're four point two. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you you're within reference range, air quotes. Yeah, yeah. You're, like you're normal. Yes, you're like hovering <laughs> along that line, <laughs> hanging on by your fingernails off a by cliff. Point you're normal. <laughs> yeah. So that's also energy wise, and then inflammation wise, and metabolically. 
you can see why, oh, okay, like that would make mm. a lot more sense. And if we know the insulin picture is all good, then we're like, okay, cool. We can actually almost rule that out or just keep doing what you're doing. And yeah. then be like, okay, let's really focus on your thyroid conversion. Or we'll, in future sessions, we'll look at actually supporting your immune, your immune system for that mm. autoimmune. We'll maybe do a whole session just on autoimmunity. Um, and then also um, keep working on digestion. But I know you need to go so, and I need to shoot off. Right. So the main actions are maybe go yeah. to a doctor for some more blood work. Yes. Supporting digestion by drinking less water and apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar throughout the day is also quite good. Also lemon water, maybe not as good, but still good. Ginger tea, also quite good, actually. Ginger, anything. Um, and then looking maybe some fluoride free toothpaste I can always send you a link and um, B12 and selenium as like quick wins if that makes sense because you could eat foods with more selenium but the pattern for you is you are eating foods with these nutrients you're not absorbing them so then I think probably yeah. next time the thing we want to look at is maybe doing a bit more gut and digestive support because there seems to be this recurring pattern. You do eat iron, but it's not in your system. You do eat B12, but it's not in your system. So I think if you mm -hmm. just order to eat more selenium-rich foods like Brazil nuts, I don't think that's going to make a difference because it's not going to get in your system, if that makes So that's where supplements can be helpful. But in the long run, we should get you to the point where you really are absorbing all the good stuff. Anyway, that you're eating. Does that good. sound doable? Yeah, it sounds doable. I mean, really, you know, if I can change my toothpaste, and take a wee supplement and it helps, then I'm all for it. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you put it like that, it sounds, yeah. Like, really, it's not a big ask, is it? I drink a bit of slight, mildly vinegary water. Vinegar. I mean, that is a bit gross, but it does, like, from a low budget perspective, it's really acidic. Yeah. Your I literally have it in, yeah. So, we sell it in Asda. I've got it in the cupboard. Yeah. Super cheap. Off. Um, yeah. And we want your stomach to be a really acidic place. Anyway, exactly. I know you've got to shoot off. So yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It would be like a podcast, but where you can reply. <laughs> <laughs> which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom. And feel free to bring a cup of tea. Okay, I look forward to speaking to you soon.